This is the Branches Podcast. I'm small and so is our church. But Jesus is big. He said to love God and to love people. That's what this is all about. You can learn about him and Branches at www.branchesoc.com. One of my favorite stories that I use all the time I heard from a friend. I use it all the time mainly for me, not so much for speaking. But it's about Florence Chadwick. Uh, She lived in the early 1900s. She was born in San Diego, and she was a well-known distance swimmer because back then swimmers were popular. And in 1952, she'd conquered so many long-distance records, but she's a Southern California girl. So she wanted to swim from Catalina to the mainland of California. And so she went over to Catalina. She had two boats um, to help her, uh, one to help with navigation. And then also that channel is, is rough. Like most channels, they're rough because you've got the wind, you've got the currents. For us here in Southern California, there are sharks out there. And if you've ever swam offshore, it'll take your breath away for several reasons. One, because you can't see the bottom. And then secondarily, the water's freezing. Even in the summer, we've gone through summers where it's so cold. And so she left to do this swim on July 4th, 1952. And so she heads out and she's 15 hours in. And as she's Getting to that point, she's like, I can't, I, I gotta quit. Because in that channel, for us, in the summer, there's always fog. It's not till like August, September, and October that the fog disappears and we don't have the gloom of all the low clouds. And so she can't see. And she's been swimming for 15 and a half hours through this fog. And her mom's in one of the boats and she said, just keep going. Keep going, you can do it. And so she goes for another hour. She still can't see anything. And she just says, I'm done. And so she gets into the boat and then they find out that she's less than a mile from shore. This is a about 25 mile swim. And if you've ever done something endurance-wise, that last bit, you can always do the last bit, if you can see the shore. In fact, she said at the news conference, she said, if I could have seen the shore, I would have made it. You know what that's like, right? And I think that's why the Bible is so clear about heaven, to give us a picture of the shore. Like, there's so much beauty here on earth, but, It's nothing like the shore. It's nothing like being in the presence of God. But people never wanna talk about heaven. We talk more about hell. In fact, most people don't realize that the Bible has such clarity on what heaven is like. And we're gonna talk about that for for Lent because we wanna give a clear picture of the shore. Because life is cold and windy and dangerous and you feel like giving up quite often. And so let's start by looking at what Jesus said. When everything was getting rough, 
He started talking about heaven. It doesn't even fit in the context of what's happening, but he does. So we're in John, we're gonna be focusing on John 14, a few verses there, but you need to know what's coming before. And so what's come before is that Jesus says, it's time. The son of man will be betrayed and he will be brought to the authorities and crucified. And that sets all the disciples off. And so they're upset, it's the Passover meal, they're, it's, it's crazy. And Jesus says, one of you will be the one that betrays me. What? And they're all like, is it me? Because think about it. Someone says, one of you stole from me. You always in the back of your mind, wait, was it me? Judas even asked the question, but he knows because he's already made the decision before he shows up for this meal. And so Judas leaves to go and betray Jesus for pieces of silver. And then Peter starts talking about how he will not betray Jesus. He will always stand there no matter what happens because Jesus said, you're all going to scatter. But Peter argues with him. And so Jesus responds this way at the end of John 13. Will you really lay down your life for me? I tell you, before the rooster crows, you're going to disown me three times. Which is very cryptic. There's no roosters around. Like, what are you talking about? But we know what happens. We know what happens later, that night. And then Jesus makes this transition. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Because they're troubled. And so what does he do to help them? He gives them a picture of the shore. He gives them a picture of heaven. My father's house has plenty of room. I love that. One of the things that we know about heaven is that you're going to be surprised who is there. Because there's plenty of space. God's not like, hey, my place is small. Only a few people are going to get in. There's plenty of rooms. There's plenty of space. He's God. Come on, we got this. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. And Thomas is like, no, we don't. Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And this is where Jesus famously answers, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now I wanna focus on this picture of heaven that Jesus gives. I'm going to prepare it for you. So, but you just said you're gonna be killed, but I'm going to prepare a place, which means death is not gonna win. Death will have lost its sting. You don't fully understand it, but you will. And there's plenty of room. And the Father will be there. You will be in the presence of God. That's the kind of shore I want to be on. That's the place I want to be. The reason it's important to look at heaven, the reason it's important for us to study what God's word teaches us, especially what Jesus teaches us, because we need to see the shore. We need it for hope. We need to see the shore for hope. We need to see heaven for the way we live here. We need to be able to see clearly so that we can endure. Because when you can see the shore, you live differently. Things just change. And one of the things 
that Florence did, I think helps us if we will listen to her. She went back because she didn't finish it. She couldn't see the shore. So she went back in September and tried the whole thing over again. Boats, currents, and guess what? Still clouds, still fog, still couldn't see squat. From the beginning all the way, 15 and a half hour, whatever, how many long, however long it took to get to about the same place. And they said, how did you make it this time with the conditions being just as bad, if not worse? And she said, I made it a point to always keep a picture of the shore in my mind for when it became difficult, for when I wanted to quit, for how I wanted to do this. We need to keep a picture of heaven, of the shore in our mind so that we see this world for what it is. This world is not our home. This particular world right now, 2021, this earth is not our home, but there will be a new earth because Jesus said, I make all things new. And we'll get more into that next week. God bless.